Welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. This is where sparks of inspiration fly, and you'll feel ignited from real-life motivation. Through listening to this show, you'll discover your own uniqueness and learn how to transform negative energy into positive energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation. Oh my goodness, we're doing it. We are here to listen to another amazing guest that I have just for you. If your ears are tuned in, if your eyes are locked in, and if you are ready for to hear the message that's going to just make a shift that happens in your life today. So not everyone gets this. Only special people who are listening. And if you want to go and invite a few many, a few many, not even a few, a few many <laughs> of your friends and your family members, definitely tell them to come in and check this out because uh, you're going to see today is dynamic. And as always, make sure that if you're following, if you're listening, that you go and you check another one. This is our autism series. You don't have to be a family that's living with autism. We also have an amazing set of autism supporters that are out there. So don't think, oh, because I don't have a child with autism, that I don't need to listen to it. Nope. If you're here, you need to listen. Hang around. You can still learn something. And if you're an autism family person, then most definitely, you definitely need to stay. So um, for those who don't know, I'm Dr. Ali. I am an autism mompreneur um, and Zachary's mom. And I specifically took a year. See, my goodness, I can't believe I did this for a year. A year of just developing this platform before stepping out and inviting my autism mompreneurs. Um, I wanted to take some time to work out some of the kinks. I also wanted to make sure when I bring them in that I don't waste their time, right? Because I'm a mom and I know what it takes to actually take a few minutes away from our child. Our child. So I wanted to build a platform so that when they come, their message can really get out there to the world. So after year one, I said, let me come bring my squad in. Let me get my amazing moms in so we can empower you. Y'all heard enough from me. Now you get to hear from someone else that's, and from many others that are dynamic in what they do. And I put out a little SOS and I said, yo, I need an autism expert. Whoever are experts, can you please raise your hands? And you know, a lot of us shy away, right? Uh, especially me, before I never, when they ask for expert, I'm like, I'm an expert on that and don't ask me to be saying anything. But um, I, I said it for those that were bold enough to say, yeah, me, I'm an expert of something because I wanted you, who you're gonna hear, I wanted you who are listening right now to get information that came from a source that wanted to share, right? It wasn't me going to ask anyone, it's just saying, hey guys, would you like to use the platform to shed, spread your message and to impact the world based on your experience, real talk. So I have this amazing person in today. We've met each other. We have, not person, like we have virtually met each other. And um, we had a really great synergy. We still have a really good synergy. So it's amazing to bring her for you. Uh, this is one of my moms that not only is she holding it down with her own kids, but she also is a licensed mental health therapist. 
She is also, um, she does advocacy. She works in the educational field. Uh, she has a passion for those that are on the ASD, the autism spectrum um, diagnosis. And she's a mom of a girl. Whenever I see my girl moms, I'm always so, you know, it's a special, they're not, you know, you know, they're more diagnosed on, that are boys on the spectrum. So whenever I get a girl mom, I'm so excited. She's a coach. She's a speaker. She's an advocate. She's an author. She's just doing all these things. And um, it wasn't always that way. So without further ado, let me introduce you to our licensed therapist, life coach, licensed mental health therapist, Marie Davis-Pierre, who's going to tell you all about her special organization called Autism in Black. But before we even get there, I want to ask you a special question. Yes. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you? So right now, during the taping, you might be listening to this whenever, but during this taping, we are now in the COVID-19 pandemic. And as she jumped on, she was saying, girl. And I was like, girl. And we both was like, yeah. And part <laughs> of that was the fact that we're all, you know, we are education, educational um, facilitators. So some of us are still working. And we have our kids on the spectrum, so we're still helping with them. And we were, we're about to uh, quit, and not even quit our job, quit the part of being an educator. How has it been, you helping out your, your child or just being a teacher now at home? What's going on? Well, so um, there's Malia, who is seven, who is autistic. I also have um, four-year-old uh, boy-girl twins. Oh. So I am teaching three kids, three different curriculums that I did not create. Um, and I am not meant to be a teacher. I know what I am meant to do. And um, yeah, this whole experience just proved to me, I don't have that type of patience. I, that is not my ministry. So kudos <laughs> to the teachers. Uh, you know, I always thank them, but uh, special kudos now because it is not my ministry. I, I'd have to do a lot of meditation and self-care and prayer before I even even attempt to try to teach this Common Core. And mind you, I am YouTubing Common Core at night so I can teach it to my child oh. in the morning. And I have three degrees, people, three <laughs> degrees and second grade math has taken me out. <laughs> Listen, I had another autism mom who um, on our coaching call, she was just like, I got, I got, I got degrees. I mean, I've got masters. <laughs> I've been to school for all of this. And this is a whole different beast. I was a beast in math, like physics and chemistry. I was always a science nerd. This yeah. algebraic expressions that my seventh, seventh grader is getting. I was like, um, can I get a few minutes? Let me take the three. Wait, how did I do this back in the day? Like, I, it's really hurting my head. Amidst, amidst having to then do work, and it's just him one, so I can imagine with three where you are. But one thing you did mention is that with self-care, with your own meditational practice, with whatever you're using um, in your home, it's, it's not easy, but we are getting it through. We're getting through it. And um, for you autism moms out there, definitely know that this is, this is a space for you to know that it's not easy. We're all... Trying to figure this thing out, and I had to tell myself to release myself from perfection because you know perfection. Doctor Ali's like, no, you gotta get it this way, and we don't spend time on this. And I'm like, okay, how about you just show me whatever you got, <laughs> and let's see if I can help you out. And if not, we're gonna call that today, George. That's you know time we spent on that. Tomorrow we'll we will look at it again. You know, I just giving myself grace. You know, 
So um, thank you for sharing that experience. Um, that wasn't the, con- the the part of the call. So it's going to be a little a little longer of an interview, which is fine because y'all here. If you hear it, you need to listen to it. What I do want to know from you is um, what made you decide to step into creating an organization like Autism and Black? What happened in your life that just said, uh-uh, nope, I need to do this? So my uh, therapy niche wasn't always autism. I was working with adolescents, girls um, who they, you know, deem at risk. And that was what I was doing. And I was happy. That was what my ministry was. And then I got pregnant and then we had our daughter. And then, you know, I began to notice signs that she was autistic. You know, like most of you listening, it was rough getting her diagnosis. And then when we finally got her diagnosis around 18 months, You know, I thought we were on easy street. We had the diagnosis. We can get her services. Boom, bam. We're we're on this thing. And, you know, um, the healthcare professionals started coming into my home. And I started noticing that one, they did not ask how I was doing as a parent, a parent who was with her more than anybody else, you know, more than the healthcare practitioners, more than the teacher schools. You know, at that time, she was with at home with us the most. They were not asking um, how the interventions were working, not checking in, and then they did not take culture into consideration. And as someone who is Black, I like to call myself regular Black uh, because my husband is Haitian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me me just stop you with that. Let me stop you with that. Not Caribbean Black for all my Caribbean Black. Not African Black like my African Black, but the Black Black. Yeah. <laughs> yes, regular black because he is Haitian, so it's different. Our our upbringing is different, and they never once asked how you know culture impacted our home to be more successful with their therapeutic interventions. And as a therapist, I know how important that one question is because it will provide you with so much insight into how the family works. So I saw that this was not. Um, an anomaly with me. It was something that was happening with all of the people that I talked to. So I was like, okay, we're not getting the support. So I'm going to create the support. So I created Autism in Black. <laughs> and um, at first I was just doing it under my other therapy practice, but then it became so large, I had to actually separate it and call it Autism in Black and make it especially for my Black parents who have autistic kids because we need that support and we need to know there are people who know what we're going through because it's different for us. I love it. I love how it started with your own calling. It it was something that that you experienced and when and a lot of us out there were sitting on our gifts because we keep having all these personal experiences and somehow we think they just happen for no reason. Actually, it's happening for a reason so that you can take that and now help someone else who's going through it. And I, I say, you know, kudos to you. I, I take my hat off to you for starting a movement where, you know, many people say, well, well, what about us? What about, you know, why are you excluding white folks? And, and shoot, you can only share your experience through your lens. And then you can only go back and help those who you can share something in common. And then you're not saying anyone else can't listen, but you know who your target person is. And, and I love that. That's a boldness that comes with it. And guys, definitely make sure at this time that you are following Autism in Black their autism and black all across because I checked you out. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, their Facebook page is amazing. I'm so proud of the growth that you've done over the time. 
and definitely um, see how you can support and get it out there so that more can, can come in and join and get this information. Like I said, I intentionally took a while before inviting folks into the platform because I wanted to make sure when you come in, when I bring my autism moms in that it, 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 they had a platform that their voices can be heard. So now it's up to you to make sure you extend that platform and share it and add others and invite them, whether it's me, whether it's another autism mom that shares their information, and or all of us, E, right? All of us. And we're here supporting each other. Um, my next question is going to be, uh, have you had any controversy? Has someone come up to you and say, wait a minute, I'm not black. What does that mean? How do you, you know, how do you respond when they say that? Yes, um, I, I get a lot of it. Um, you know, I've been called a, a racist, many, many things. And, you know, I know who I'm speaking to. So a lot of that does not bother me because who I'm for is who I'm for. And they receive the message and receive it well. Um, I don't spend my energy on, you know, that kind of negativity because I'm out here trying to make a difference in our community because it's so important right now that we get the information to our communities because like as you know there's a gap as you know the information doesn't get there we're so misinformed okay. that uh, the word autism is so scary so i focus my um intentions on our community and getting them the information so you know we can all learn and be educated and empowered and it's exactly where it needs to be it needs to be where you're impacted we know that children that are from African-American homes, that are from Hispanic homes, are diagnosed later in life because of the stigmatisms, because of many parents not wanting to have the word autism connected with them, because of sometimes them not knowing what are signs and maybe access to what um, care or, or a, a pediatrician that tells them, oh, they won't grow out of it. You know, we get that a lot. Your child will grow out of it or, you know, it's just... You know, they can't pay attention. Meanwhile, the parent out there feels like something's going on, but I don't know how to go forward. So we all have our niche. We all have our areas. We all have our given path that we're here to, to take on to the next level. And I, and I salute you for taking yours on. For those out there, please, I'm, I'm so used to them haters by now. I'm just be like, oh, okay, I'm not for you. Um, exactly. <laughs> I can't be for everyone. I'm only one person, and I know who I was sent for. Uh, I'm sent for those who want to change. I'm sent for those who want to go into radical action. For those who are not, I'm not the one. I'm not your coach. I'm not. I'm not your 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 uh, mentor. I'm not that person who you want to be aligned with if you want to be in the same place another five, ten, twenty years. I'm quite clear on that. But if you're ready to take action and if you're ready to be ignited and if you're ready to go out there and just do beast mode steps, then all right, let's work. So people go, well, why are you not working with me when I'm to this or I'm to that? And I'm like, no, I'm clear of who I was sent here to work with. I'm clear, you know, who my path is for. And as a result of that, I'm good. I can put my head down at the night and I know I'm still touching those who are here for. Um, you, you said it clearly. Uh, you believe that self-care for mm -hmm. autism moms, especially autism moms that are black or autism families that are black, is something that may be missing. Where do you see the gap and how do you, um, what work do you do to help to fill that gap? So I think there's a lot of misinformation about self-care. When we see it on the media, it is such a glamorous thing of, you know, people taking these two week long vacations and drinking Mai Tais on the beach. And while it is that, you know, that isn't realistic for a lot of us, right? So we're thinking, oh, I don't even have the money, so I can't even indulge in self-care. 
And as a therapist, I'm telling you, self-care is about your mental health, your physical health and your spiritual health. Mm. You know, so you have to think about those things. If your mental health is not um, where it needs to be, you can go on that vacation all you want to. But when you come home, those problems will still be there if you haven't taken care of them. So that vacation meant nothing. You're just running away from the problem. And here it is when you come back. So that's why I make it my business to inform people that self-care is about setting boundaries. Self-care is saying no and knowing that no is a complete sentence and I don't have to explain it to anybody else. Self-care is depending on your support system, especially in the black community. A lot of times as women, we feel that we can't ask for help because if we ask for help, we're not good moms, we're not strong black women. No, you are a strong black woman and a good mom by asking for help. I ask for help all of the time. I know who's in my support circle. I spread it out. I know who I need to talk to when I need to be turned up. I know who I need to talk to when I need to be turned down and spoken some sense into. And, you know, I know who I can call to vent. And that's what we need. We need those kind of people in our circle to talk to. You know, so that is what I do. And I actually wrote a book about it, um, the self-care affirmation book, which you can all get on Amazon. And it is 52 self-care affirmations that will take you either through two months or a year um, if you do it weekly. And it helps you build that self-care routine that we all know a lot of us don't have. So it takes you through how to set realistic boundaries, uh, because if you're not setting realistic boundaries, People will constantly cross your boundaries, you know, if you're setting them up too high that even you are like, I know I'm not going to be able to enforce that. Those people will not respect your boundaries at all. So you have to set realistic boundaries and they are for you, not anybody else. So it takes you through all of that. And self-care, once you get that, like I was talking to another mom, you know, we always talk about having the oxygen mask, how they fall out you know, on the airplane and we'll put them on other people before we put them on ourselves. But we like to think of it as an overflow and abundance. I have my cup, it's full. And that overflow, I can share with everybody. But my cup stays full. So that's what we want to do with self-care. Man, you gave them so many nuggets. I couldn't even highlight all the goodies. I mean, hopefully y'all are taking notes or at least taking the presence of it because she's just dropping them, dropping them. Uh, what she's saying most definitely is to continue to look for, that it's not that glamorized world of what you think self-care is but you get to create your own type of self-care you just have to do it and one of the main things that we as women, me, I can see my hands open that I up high that I had to grow to learn how to do was say that one word, help and mm-hmm. I was superwoman man, I was going through a divorce I was like, I still got this I'm G. Do whatever y'all got to do. And I, my mom was like, oh, you need help? No, nope, I'm good. I got this. I got this. My friends would say, do you need help? Nope, I got this. I was queen. I got this. Until I began to realize that I was losing myself. And I was I was getting like depleted and depleted and depleted. And there was nothing else left. And this is in addition to working. In addition to doing other things. And still dealing. That was during the time of the diagnosis. Still dealing with the concept of my child. Even, you know, as a professional. I'm going out there talking to other people about their kids. But they nothing like they hit me up coming close to home, as you guys know. And that aspect of self-care, I had to learn and grow into the meditation practice, uh, becoming a yoga instructor, using martial arts as a way to release. This is the key thing of why I made the all meditation track that is on um, on this uh, Dr. Ali Griffith show. It was because um, 
I kept seeing meditation tracks and meditation gurus out there for like 30, 45, an hour. And I'm, I would try, and then in the middle of it, like, I'd get five seconds, I hear, Mommy! And I'd have to stop, and I had to go and take care of whatever was going on, because if you get five minutes, we lucky. And I was like, okay, I got to do a meditation track that is nice and short, and that if we can get seven minutes in, if we can get ten minutes, it's still considered self-care. So my all meditation moments, um, if you ever get a chance to check it out, whoever's listening and, and, and to your audience, Autism and Black, definitely um, use that moment. Use those five, seven minutes to just reset. It doesn't have to be that long, extensive. You don't got to be, um, all of that is not necessary. You just have to be still and, and have a place of um, coming into yourself and creating whatever works for you. Um, I love the fact that you saw a need and you did, you were active on it. Uh, this is an autism series that are speaking out to autism moms. Uh, one of my gifts and the things that I love to do is propel moms out there to use their gifts to turn it into a business, turn it into something that can help others. I mean, gifts and turn it into a hobby is cute, but I need y'all to create an established business with your back-end system down tight because it's important to me that your business is a legacy-generating business and it's not just here for one year, two, three years. I want to see y'all popping and on for extensive times so that your child really benefits. I mean, I, I like y'all, but I'm really here for the autism kids. I'm just a, I'm just a kid lover. So I want to make sure that us as moms, we're empowered with information. So it's, it's an honor to have other autism mompreneurs that are out here showing you that it's not easy to do it. We, we are still taking care of stuff at home. Whenever you guys hear my podcast, you every once in a while you can hear the humming in the background. You can hear exactly with his little squeals in the background. I purposely do not edit it out of my content. I can go and edit it. But why? I want you to see that I'm doing this with my child around, still being him, and still empowering the world with information and bringing people on so that you can hear. Um, so tell me, and this is going to be towards we're wrapping up, with Autism and Black, what is your vision for it to be in another five years? Where would you like Autism Black to be in Black to be? So we are in the works of um, opening up our wellness center. Corona is kind of uh, having an impact on that, but we are still pushing forward. We're opening up an Autism and Black Wellness Center where you will go and get your speech therapy, your occupational therapy. You'll see your developmental pediatrician. You'll get your um, mental health care with the therapist. You know, you'll get all of that under one roof because as you and I and everybody listening knows, you know, having that collaborative health care plan makes it so much easier for you as the parent and has so much more of a success for the kid because yes. everybody's working together as a team rather than I'm doing this and you're over here doing this and the kid uh. don't know what to do because everybody is doing their own thing. So we want to bring that under one roof and that is our vision and what we're working towards right now. And where you're located again? I am in West Palm Beach, Florida, but I do uh, services for all of the state of Florida and um, parent advocacy for anybody anywhere. Awesome. So what I, I'm loving, not loving, but liking about, you know, COVID-19, for those of you that are listening to this, whether you listen to this whenever you listen to it, we are doing this interview series during the pandemic. Um, I'm purposefully not spending time speaking about it because there's other things going on with us and and um, we have enough news out there just speaking about the negative and speaking about the reality of what's going on. Um, so I chose to just help you to still hear about what we're working on our end towards. Um, 
the great thing about it is that we have mass use of social media now, mass use of virtual and digital digital platforms. I'd love to see, you know, I'm I'm a coach. I'm always seeing ten years, five, ten years, and I'd love for your um, enterprise that you're going to be creating. Even though you're going to have it in one physical location, you'll still have access to provide people with um, information on how they can have collaborative therapeutic services, which is very important. As a speech therapist, as um, you know, we're all clinicians out here, and we see the difference when a child is getting services that are segmented and when it's getting services that is integrated because mm-hmm. everyone are, they're working on the same team including the parent and when you have all these people working together you get faster results you get you get better results so um definitely a really really good um, mission and please let me know how i can support you um like i always say uh we see so many different of our coaches out here that are autism moms and we each have our different domains but it's like, you know, when, when you can talk about anybody when you can't talk about your family member, that's mm-hmm. how we are. Like, yeah. we all have our little segment later, and we all doing our own different thing. But the minute we hear that you need someone, I'm like, oh, I know that. Let me send you this direction. And we just here, we are here to support each other, especially you that are out there that are listening. Um, know that we're a collaborative team. Know that if you do need support, to, to, to call on us, to call on any of the guests that I'm bringing um, so that you're not doing it alone. Like, I've done it too long alone. And it's, it's slower to go where you want to go alone. Whether it's parenting, whether it's personal development, whether it's business development, you want to make sure you're aligned with people who are doing it, who are doing it well, and who can come back and tell you the real deal. Like, I'm going to tell you many a nights I don't sleep. Many, many a nights. You see the six-figure business from, from coaching? That's, that was not because I was not I was sleeping. It's because it's a grind and a grit that, that is been it, and there's certain systems and operations that I have to put into place because my why is... Zachary, my why is making sure if I'm not here tomorrow, he has a legacy to continue. He has something that will continue generating for him. And I want that for you out there that are listening, if you are an autism parent and or if you're not. I mean, I mean, you're here. So listen, it's probably for you, too. All right. So what is your self-care regimen? What do you do? What's, I mean, I was asked that meditation thing. Ask everybody. So what do you do for meditation? What do you do? So my self-care is is unique. So self-care is all for you. So what I do is I stay up after my kids go to bed and I watch a lot of reality TV. TV where I don't have to think or have to diagnose anybody, do a mental health treatment plan for anybody. I just watch mindless TV just to kind of bring my body down. Because as you know, we are so wired up, you know, from taking care of our kids and taking care of our, our clients. My mind is just wired. So I'm all about watching TV. And then I also like to take a nap here and there when I can. And um, those Bath and Body Works aromatherapy line, that's what I use. (laughs) Candles, lotion, the soap. I I do that and I uh, deep breathe with it. But uh, my main self-care, what I do is mindless TV. Let my mind just think about something else. I love it. We all have our own different type of regimen and I bring different guests on so that you can hear something that just may resonate with you. What may work for me may not work for you. What may work for Maria may not work for you. But you may hear someone that just say, oh, yeah, I can do that one. So I'm always asked that question. What is your meditation practice? What is it that you use to get yourself back into Zen? And whatever uh, you need to hear out there, you can put into place. So here's my favorite question. It's always my closing question. 
it, uh, you were sent here for a reason to be interviewed. Not everyone is chosen, not everyone says yes, but you were sent here for a specific reason, just like how you who are listening and are watching, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you should be here and realize that you are here for a reason. And what message do you think you were sent here to leave for our listeners and our audience? Now, this is an unplanned question. And you never know what's coming unless you listen to the show consistently. Then you'll know that I always ask this question. Why do you think you were here? To, why do you think you were sent here? What message do they need to hear? The, the one message that I continuously send parents is that uh, they are the team captain and to be comfortable being that team captain. So that means that if somebody is not being a team player, I have all rights and reasons to kick them off my team. And that means professionals, you know, you're, you have that right as a parent. And I think a lot of times we're like, oh, they're the professional there. No, but you know, your child, you are a professional in knowing your child. So know that if somebody on the team isn't working well for your child and they're not setting them up for success, so be it. They need to go. And it's okay to do that. Give yourself that permission. Aye, aye, captain. You are the captain of your ship. Um, when I posted this question in my autism acceptance group, um, I posted it for a specific reason in there first because I knew many of us would have ran from it except for those, of course, who have established businesses. But I also wanted to know who are my autism moms that were going to say, I'm an expert in my child. And those are the ones I was like, boom, you're the one I wanted to call also. I mean, I'm glad you guys are coming on with the information, but there's going to be a few. Every sprinkle of, of my interviews are going to be autism moms. And I want them to come on so that they can feel like I'm the ex. I may not know anything else. Of course, when I finish talking to them, you know how I do. They're going to realize that they are an expert in many other things. But I'm going to let them roll with that. But the biggest thing I want them to understand is exactly what you landed on. We are experts of our kids. Don't let nobody tell you anything about your child that you already know different. Because out of anyone, you are the person that's been rocking for them with, from the beginning. And when I get into IEP meetings, I just go in with my list of things I need them to do. And we're not doing an IEP a conversation right now because that's a whole nother one. We can bring Maria back for that. This is just a conversation in our living room where we just want you to get what you need to get. But I want you to just understand you got to walk in there with authority. You got to have that I am the captain of my ship a mentality when it comes to your kid, even though you're not sure about this autism thing and you're not clear about all the details of it. If you got to put on a game face just to look like you are, put on that game face and then get some help. Like reach out to any one of us that you can get some more information. We all are very accessible and we have information where we can send you to. Guys, make sure you are following Maria Davis, Pierre. Make sure you are following her information. It's going to be in our in our um, show notes. If you're listening to podcasts, it's right there. Just click on it, follow. Make sure we are all here supporting. And then if you're watching this on YouTube, then it's also going to be down there below. Just click, click below and just follow. Follow and share. Follow, share. Make sure you let other people know. Now, for my Dr. Allie Griffith squad, what I want you guys to know, as I look like I'm slowing down, thank you. Uh, what I want you guys to know is um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for keep showing up. Um, I'm still figuring out this game. I don't try to be or claim being an expert out of doing interviews. What I do know is that we have a platform. We should use it. Right or wrong. I don't have to figure out the right. A lot of my stuff are not perfect. And I'm okay with that. 
But if for those that are here that choose to go past the looking for perfect and came to listen to what you need to, and you are the ones I'm appreciative for, let others know and um, let's keep sharing this positivity and motivational out there. Um, as I leave you, remember to always and always stay amazing in your thoughts, your words, and in your actions. You guys get her book, get the journal, all of that stuff is going to be below. And make sure you keep following us to see what's going to be next on our shows. Next time.